Hello, hello, it is Miss Kemya here, and today's Marketing Sparkler Minutes is all about content creation for small businesses. You know, it's not that easy to create content as a small business. I mean, think about it. You have tons of things to do. You have to hire staff, pay taxes, go to meetings, grow your sales pipeline, keep the wheels turning and the coffee pouring. So, what I decided to do was to put together some realistic, achievable, and actionable content strategy tips for the solopreneur doing it all on their own or the small businesses who don't have a dedicated marketing department to handle their content for them. We all know you need to create content to use on social media in order to generate leads. So tip number one to creating effective content for a small business, do not always do it yourself. This, if you take nothing else away, is probably the most important thing. You can't always do everything yourself. You have to learn how to collaborate with writers, with designers, whether you go freelance, in-house, or you call, uh, you work with an agency, or you just call in some favors from marketing friends and writers. Please recognize you need help. And you can also use content tools and automation software to help you scale your social media and blogging efforts. Even myself as a solopreneur, I don't create all the content myself. It's simply not enough hours in a day. So if you think about it like this, think about your content as simply another one of the products your business produces. Again, think of your content that you're creating as simply another one of the products your business produces. So if you simplify content down in these terms, you can approach your, your workflow process for creating content the same way you approach everything else, okay? Now, of course, there's caveats. You need to be able to trust freelancers you hire. You need to be convinced of their credentials. And, of course, you need full editorial control. You use the freelancers to do the heavy lifting so that you can focus on thought leadership stuff yourself. And if you're still in the early stages and you're doing everything yourself, don't worry. As you grow, you will be able to bring in more help. So... Tip number two, when it comes to creating effective content, think big, B-I-G. Think media and PR. You see, a lot of entrepreneurs think they can't do digital PR, that their stories aren't big enough for big media. No, 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 don't you believe this? Content creation for small business should include media placements. Now, you might not have a huge media budget, but I'm not talking about TV. How expensive is it to write a few emails? It's free. And that's all it might take to secure a big media feature. There's nothing about having a small business that should stop you from reaching out and seeking media placements or doing your own PR. In fact, in terms of returns on investment, it could be one of your biggest content strategy hitters. Here are a few tips for small business PR placements. Number one. Work on the story. You have to have a good story and a hook in order for the strategy to work. Number two, stay on top of current events on platforms like Twitter. That can pay off. Learn how to follow a story. Number three, find data or better yet, just use your own. Unique data is a great selling point for journalists and editors. You know how you're always seeing people, um, journalists and editors, quoting stats and facts and figures. That's the data I'm talking about. Create data or find it. And finally, just try it out. Just do it. You can tweet some people, find contact information, and write some emails. Put yourself out there. Be bold.
Okay, and reaching out and seeking big media placements again doesn't have to cost you any money. So that's perfect for the small business and solopreneur who doesn't have a PR budget. Tip number three is to expand to amplify. Get more people involved in your content strategy. So when you're mapping out the elements of content creation, it's important that your content doesn't end up being too one-sided. In other words, not just you talking, 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 and only your perspective. So for example, can you get someone's attention for five minutes? Call in an interview and write a blog about it. You know, empower people that you work with, or that you hire, that you collaborate with to find stories in and around their everyday work and use them as part of your content strategy. And a third killer tip that is everybody's go-to, do a roundup post. Roundup posts are a great, a great way to endorse products and companies, other bloggers, tools, content videos, just about anything. Reach for a roundup post when you haven't got much time, but you need some awesome content. And for a roundup, a roundup post is simply you are scouring the internet and rounding up uh, posts around a specific topic. So, for example, I could do a roundup post on this week in social media and a roundup post could be all the latest changes on social media platforms. You know, you could if you're a food uh, company and you uh, write about food, your roundup post could be um, a roundup of the latest uh, recipes using avocado. That could be a roundup post. You simply uh, write an introduction, uh, cite your source. For example, you could do, you know, like a roundup post of top five recipes using avocado. And you would use the title of a blog post you found. You could use the name of the recipe and maybe an image and a link back to the uh, original source. That's a roundup post. It's just rounding up content that you found online in an easy to read format. Step number four to creating effective content, multimedia matters. Use audio and visual formats to break up the monotony of text. You know, small businesses create a lot of blogs. The reality is that 99% of them are read by a very small audience and some may never even get indexed at all. Can you imagine doing all that work and nobody's even seeing your content or it's not even getting indexed on Google? So how do you break this cycle? Don't publish text as your single content format. You can create videos. You can share um, gifts and boomerangs. You can start a podcast. Quite honestly, the reason I started this podcast is to break up the monotony of text. People don't have time to sit and read a lot of blog posts. But you can listen to this while you're in traffic and transit, while you're waiting for a meeting. That's literally why I started doing this podcast, to bring more multimedia and diversity to my blog content. Of course, there are probably more exciting content formats out there waiting to be discovered. Okay, But one of the reasons why small businesses struggle with new content formats is the lack of awareness around digital tools, which is strange. You know, a lot of businesses who don't see digital as relevant have struggled to really adopt all of these things that I'm sharing with you in a cost-effective way. So this, all this is still new. You can be at the forefront and embrace all the opportunities new digital formats offer. Finally, the final tip in terms of content creation for small businesses 
Your content strategy should be channel-specific and customer-centric. I'll say it again. Your content strategy should be channel-specific and customer-centric. It's important to take a step back and review your overarching strategy from a channel perspective. Ask yourself, is your content creation channel-specific? Is the content you're creating optimized for that specific channel in terms of messaging, format, and call-to-action? So I'll ask you, are you auto-posting from one platform to another? If you're automatically doing that, I can tell you the answer to your content being channel-specific is a hard no. Again, if you're auto-posting from one social media platform to another, you're not channel-specific in your content. You know, each social media channel and platform has its own unique brand, culture, language, um, and way to share information and its own algorithms. So for every channel that you're using, you should have a content strategy specific for that. Your your content that you're creating should be unique for that channel. Now, I'm not saying that every single post has to be um, different. You can have the same content, but you can tweak it a little depending on the format um, required and the channel you're using. For example, if you have a post you're creating for Facebook, well, you have tons of characters available. But on Twitter, you only have 280 characters. So you need to tweak that Facebook post in order to share it on Twitter. It's as simple as that. Um, and next, ask yourself, is the content you're creating really focused on your customers? Are you talking about me, me, me? Or are you thinking about what's in it for them? Are you providing value to your customers? If your content is only sales focused and you're not providing value, um, you need to change that. That's a problem. Your content should be customer centric. You should always share content with the with the focus of what's in it for the customer, because that's really what your audience is thinking about when they're looking at your content as they're scrolling through any feeds, whether it's their email or their social media channels. They're thinking about themselves. Your audience is selfish. We're all selfish and that's fine. So you have to make sure the content you're creating is really focused on your customers. Okay. Uh, email marketing is a good channel to take as an example here. Have you cleansed your email list? Are you looking at email clicks and heat maps? Are your email designs mobile friendly? You know, the majority of people are reading their emails exclusively on their phones now. Are you tracking your open rates and split testing subject lines? You should be doing all of these things regularly to ensure your email investment is well spent. You know what? Define success for yourself. You know, this is a part of effective content creation, but this is a part of anything as it comes to running your business. Everybody wants to be featured on Forbes, Entrepreneur, New York Times, etc. Everyone wants millions of eyeballs on their content and they want to make, you know, millions of dollars from their latest ebook, but you have to be realistic. You might not succeed in getting that big media feature after all, or your latest tweet might only reach a couple hundred people. So define success for your business by reflecting on what you've achieved before and what you're spending now and how other equivalent or, you know, same level or similar level businesses are doing. There might not be much search traffic for what you're selling. So you have to go out there and be creative and get people to care. You may never convert loads of people through your website because you work, for example, in a niche like dairy farming. And that's not how that works. When it comes to measuring content success, don't drool over industry blogs and success stories. Focus on what you yourself, what you can do better with your business and the resources you have available for you and where you are.
break the mold, stop the barrage, and interrupt. Basically, be unique. Whether it's a quirky tone, an obnoxious brand, or full-blown beat my pet hamster guy, try to do something different. Sometimes that can be as simple as doing unexciting stuff well, because a lot of businesses don't. You know, people buy from small businesses because of the people and the stories behind the brand. So that is my set of tips for you today, my small business friends. You know, this was my small business guide to effective content creation. Of course, you can visit the blog at marketingsparkler.com for more tips, strategies, and insights uh, for how you can run your business day-to-day using marketing, social media, and digital tools. Until next time, bye.